0: SAFM leading the conversation. The viewpoint 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. Songete on, on SAFM. 7 June yesterday, the United Nations declared World Food Safety Day. It was the second such day because it started in 2019. This is, of course, to strengthen global efforts to ensure food safety under the theme Food safety is everyone's business. The WHO estimates some six hundred million people that's one in ten in the world will become ill after eating contaminated food. This has already led to some four hundred and twenty average deaths per year, four hundred and twenty thousand of course. Unsafe food costs the developing countries an estimated close to one hundred or one trillion. Sorry, 100 billion each year. This adds a strain on the healthcare systems. To tell us more about that, the deputy director in the regulatory nutrition and interagency matters within the Department of Health, and Mwan Lucy Matlala. So, good evening. Thanks for your time.
1: Good evening, sir, and good evening to your listeners.
0: How important is food safety, and what is food safety for me and the person sitting at home who's listening to this conversation in a nutshell?
1: Basically, when you talk of food safety, is ensuring that the food that we eat will not make you sick or harm you in any way, whether after having been stored, having been prepared, or whether you're eating it you know, right away. So the food needs to make sure that uh, uh, you, you're, you're safe in terms of you know, the consumption there.
0: Let's talk about the importance of this particular project, or let me call it desk, within the Department of Health, with other agencies that would certainly be critical to it. for instance, the National Consumer Commission would be one such agency that you would have to engage with in as much as you'd have to at large be talking to, especially the agricultural sector, as well as the offices for standards. Talk to us about the interagency aspect of this particular program..
1: Uh. So the the, the unit is within you know directorate food control of the department of health. Mm-hmm. Basically, we form part of a national food control system, which is actually composed of the department of health, the department of agriculture, land, land reform and rural development, mm-hmm. the DTI through the National regulator for Compulsory Specification, and lately through the fisheries. You know, we actually also have you know, uh, uh, that department being part of the national food control system. So the food control system, basically, you know, we have, you know, we take regulatory measures wherein we develop legislation to ensure that, you know, the food that we actually, you know, have on the market is actually safe in terms of, you know, the, the measures that, we, that, that are taken. And also, you know, to make sure that we facilitate trade. Mm. In
0: terms of, you know, food. Absolutely. Talking mm-hmm. to us about the legisla- the legislative regime that applies, could you give us perhaps one or two pieces of law that are absolutely fundamental to the food control system that the country employs?
1: In terms of the principal legislation, we do have the Food, Foodstuffs, Cosmetics and Disinfectant Act, and we also have the Agricultural uh, Product uh, Standards Act, which is, which is one of the one of the you know many legislation on, on the meat meat safety Act. Basically, these are some of the legislations that we have in terms of ensuring that food is safe. The, those key legislation have got the regulations which are actually published, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you know, underneath them.
0: The. I'm asking this question because, well, we have seen in recent times some serious problems in the control of food with certain outbreaks which are now the subject of potentially uh, mass class action. And you know what I'm talking about in the light of listeriosis and what potentially could yet be with relation to pilchers. Now, when such things happen, how do we ensure still that the public out there, generally speaking, are safe and these things perhaps do happen from time to time? You
1: see, food safety is a shared responsibility. You know, as government, we might come up with laws and mandatory measures. But it's a responsibility also of the manufacturers, you know, the producers, also, the, the, the you know, the, the, the consumers to make sure that whatever measures that are, are, are needed to make sure that food is safe is actually a, a responsibility for all of us. So yes. in terms of the legislation that we have, we do have, you know, Monitoring you know, of, of of the implementation of the co- compliance de- of the legislation by our inspectors. You mm-hmm. know, you know, at, at in, in terms of uh, the food foodstuffs Act, we have our inspectors which are actually at municipal level, mm-hmm. and we, within the Department of uh, Agriculture, land, land Land Reform and Rural Development, we also have a unit that is actually responsible to ensure, you know, inspection of food, be it import and export. As well as uh, local lo- local uh, uh, produce, also the NRCS, you know, as part of the, the, the GTI, they do have you know inspection you know uh, 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 units. So these are the units that are actually you know you know established to make sure that there is compliance, there is monitoring, you know, wherein you know the manufacturers need to make sure that the, 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 mm. they, they are yeah they tore the light. Yeah.
0: And, and of course, we do know what happens in people's homes. I mean, we saw what happened with pineapple alcohol in the times where alcohol sale was banned in the northern Cape and elsewhere around the country, probably, that people were drinking these things which were homebrewed and obviously some might even died as a result. And And this is obviously one of the major concerns in terms of making sure that the inspectors, not necessarily getting into their homes, but getting the word out from an advocacy perspective that food can be quite dangerous.
1: It's true. You know, some of there are some irresponsible activities that are happening out there, Sonia. Uh, and you know, one of our duties, you know, also including the inspectors, is to you know, you know, do awareness campaigns. Is to educate our consumers, you know, in terms of the issues around around food. You know, the handling thereof. You know, as some as, as may say, you know, we do have you know the the keys that we actually have actually published. To, we call them the five keys to save our food, wherein we talk of, you know, the sanitation, uh, washing of hands, the separating of raw and cooked food, you know, the temp- the storing of food in terms of, you know, there are certain foodstuffs which actually need to be stored, you know, in dry areas. There are certain foods which actually need to be stored in, in fridge, in, in fridges. So basically those are some of the things that we we, we we try to educate our people. Also including the the issue of, you know, the use of uh, uh, safe water, you know, and mm. raw
0: material. Yeah. Absolutely, water and raw materials. And I suppose yeah. in the final context of it all, United Nations now saw it fit to have a World Food Safety Day. What, to the extent that you can tell us, was important behind this message? What should it do for national governments and there are many stakeholders domestically for the purposes of ensuring that food safety is indeed everybody's business?
1: You see, as you have rightfully indicated in the introduction, you know what the United Nations did was you know uh, they took a resolution in 2018 you know as part of the efforts by the Food and agriculture Organization and the World Health Organization who lobbied through the United Nations you know that you know looking in terms of you know the need to reduce the burden of, uh, of disease caused by 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 food foodborne diseases, so they, they actually saw it fit to actually you know solicit you know the United Nations to actually declare this day to actually you know be commemorated as a world food safety day, not only to to do that you remember we also need to ensure food security uh, you know nutrition mm-hmm. and also to mm-hmm. to promote some of the you know sustainable uh, development goals you know the hunger that is actually there out there. We need to make sure that, you know, these are some of the efforts that we're actually taking, you know, uh, 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 as part of our participation in the United Nations, yes.
0: Fantastic. Flagas. thank you so much for your time. We do appreciate that. And you certainly have given us a lot to touch on for the purposes of prop probably having another conversation on another day, particularly from a health perspective, because I'm seeing a couple of messages that speak to the consumption of foods that a lot of the time people are finding dangerous. And I can only think of potentially spaza shops in the local economies that we find people trying to manufacture. And we have seen police and other health inspectors swooping in on these, let me call these undesirable persons, really, because they're operating in a very critical market and yet doing something which is quite antithetical to the health of the nation. On another day, we will have this conversation, I can tell you that for sure. Thank you for your time. No, thank you, sir. Excellent. It's 2045. We continue the conversation after this ad break, potentially a song. I don't know what my producer has in store. We will be talking to the National Heritage Council in relation to the season that is now open for them to fund projects that speak to our shared heritage as a nation right after this.